Doug and Marty vs. the World is paid for by Doug Bassler, Marty McClendon, and Prologue Digital Advertising Agency. Round one, go. Well, howdy, howdy. I just want to say this year's Super Bowl is going to be a bust. Um, I'll talk more about that later. This is Doug Bassler. <laughs> and Marty McClendon. Doug and Marty versus the world. I'm very curious. But the first thing that I want to do before we get too far, I know my brother lives in Hawaii, so it doesn't really matter right now. I know he's not listening to this, but his family, um, my nephews and nieces all live there in the Tri-Cities area. It is my brother's birthday tomorrow. I can't believe it. So um, happy birthday, Justin uh, and family. That's awesome. Hope you're enjoying Hawaii. There you go. Um, And there's there's stuff about Hawaii that I actually have in my notes for today's broadcast, but we'll get back to that. Oh, nice. Okay. Later, okay. but happy, happy, happy birthday. That's uh, so awesome. Uh, can you believe that, you know, February is just rocking by, brother? Uh, you know, Valentine's Day is coming up. I'm assuming that you've got everything, you know, in place to uh, surprise your beloved bride. You would assume and be wrong, of course. <laughs> um, it was funny the other day. My wife sent me something. She's like, we don't need to do anything for Valentine's Day, which is always code for you should do something for Valentine's Day, I think. But uh, I don't know, sir. Are, are, you, are you ready for your wife and Valentine's Day, sir? Uh, let's move on to the next subject. There we go. <laughs> uh, no, uh, you know, I'm. It's it's really funny because my oldest grandchild is actually having a play on valentine's day and so our valentine's day date this year is going to be to go to a school and watch a play so that's weird and we just figured they got a really good we just figured they got a good deal on the theater because who wants to rent out the theater on valentine's (laughs) day so that'll be an interesting interesting date night but you know hey Love is so, about family, brother. Go figure. I, I scheduled with, for a company that I'm the broker for um, a basically a half day training where it's, you know, it's four hours in the middle of the day. So I will be getting home probably a little bit later than usual. So that's not going to be helpful. So I need to have a plan in place to your point um, so that being late on Valentine's Day isn't a detriment. Don't you think? You know, <laughs> you could just get out in front and take her out tonight, brother. It's Saturday night. Come on. I like that. That's a good you know, idea. Just say, you know, yeah. we're doing Valentine early this year. Yep. And then, it's not and about then the give day. her the give her the new Mercedes on you know, on Wednesday. Just saying. You know, I I got the bow already. I just don't have the car, man. So I got the big red bow. I just, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking about putting that on, you know, maybe on my head or something. I don't know. Uh, yeah, we'll see. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, and it's so important, you know, the the greatest of these is love. It's scriptural. And, uh, you know, I'm glad we actually have a holiday uh, that's, you know, recognized as a time to, you know, to show our love to our our special ones. So, you know, good good on you, whoever made up that, you know, whatever it is. St. Yeah. Valentine was a guy that was, you know, kind of all into that. So I'm thankful. Uh, I'm thankful for the okay. marriage. Thankful for the relationship. Thankful for you know the life. For, Forty-one years with the same wow. awesome, amazing person. Yeah, um, it's worth making an investment. 
in you know what we should celebrate Lori for that 41 years with with doug bassler that's amazing <laughs> <laughs> yeah i joke i knew Thanks, I brother joke. i yeah, appreciate it <laughs> that's um, a testament brother honestly you know this is one of those things and i want to go too far deep in this but all of our listeners out there too if you've got a marriage that's lasted more than 10 years more than 20 years, 30. For those like Doug, that's over 40. Um, that's rare these days. And it's a blessing. It's a, it's a God thing. It's a huge thing. But you don't get to 41 years without having some problems, without having some discussions, having to overcome some disagreements um, and doing it together. That's phenomenal, brother. So congratulations. That's cool. It's a good thing. Yeah. Let's just say, let's keep it. Let's keep it rolling. Yes. I asked her once if she was going to leave me. She said, leave you. I just got you trained. So, <laughs> you know, I'm like, okay, you know, I, I do put the toilet seat down. I don't know. There Maybe there's more. Who knows? It's, there could be more. I take the garbage out, you know? So did she tell you what, what year it was that you got trained? Was it, you know, 30 years in or I'm, I'm 20, what, 24 in now? I don't know if I'm trained yet. <laughs> you know, it's a good question to ask. Am I trained, honey? And what can I do? to be better um jill biden uh yes. i think she's got i think she's got joe joe trained they've got the the new um you know i just saw it again on my instagram feed this morning um you know the white house retirement community where residents feel like presidents uh really funny video um i think it was put out by the trump campaign but this this report that came out from the special yes. counsel on joe yes. biden brother this is devastating. And then did you see the news conference that was given mm -hmm. right I after? Did. And he looks like he's, you know, and then I, I just for fun, because I love to torture myself and cause myself pain. I watched CNN. <laughs> I wanted oh to see. Gosh, now, yeah. I watched I watched yeah. uh, I watched Hannity. And, you know, obviously that was yes. right down the middle. But um, watching them try to spin. Well, you know, he was fast and he came back with good answers real quick, you know, to every question that was posed to him and he was sharp. <laughs> I'm thinking, did you see the same presser right. that I right. saw? Right. Cause he wasn't fast. He looked, he looked dull. He looked yep. lifeless. He looked, he looked listless. Confused. Can, yep. can Joe Biden finish his presidency, let alone be the nominee in 2024. I look at this. My wife asked me about it. She's like, you know, what do you think? I said, this keeping him in there is the Democrats way of keeping all challengers out so that they can pick whoever they want at the convention coming up in August. Mm -hmm. Right. They'll, they're going to go, look, he's going to bow out and they're going to get Newsom or whoever they want. Michelle Obama. Um, because they, they know that Biden cannot beat Trump. Trump is a juggernaut. I don't know that they have anybody that can beat him. Mm -hmm. Uh, the, the, the momentum, you know, in warfare, they call it the initiative. The initiative is with him. The mm -hmm. momentum is with him. Um, they can't hide the border. They can't hide all this, you know, this, this bill with the Senate, uh, and, and we, mm -hmm. 
Thankfully, this is an hour program. We have so much. To talk we have about. a lot to talk about. But I you mean, asked me a couple, a couple of questions. First of all, um, yes, I did see the presser. I did see the report. And for those that don't know, this has been all over the this conservative news and somewhat on the sort of lamestream media, if you will, uh, like Doug said on CNN and so forth, trying to defend this. But this goes back to the handling of the classified documents. Remember, the DOJ raided Mar-a-Lago. They're indicting Donald Trump on a mishandling of documents that he had the right to handle. As the former president, he had the right to be classified. Totally different standards. We, we only talk about two justice systems, right? Uh, unequal uh, application of the law. Well, Joe Biden. They're investigating his mishandling of documents in his garage by his Corvette, his documents at Penn Center, and so forth, doing the exact same thing, but worse, because he did it multiple times willfully, knowingly, as the vice president and a senator, which he didn't have the right to declassify. So they were still classified documents. There's even documents in there that dealt with Ukraine and pressuring them to fire that prosecuting attorney that was going after Burisma. Really stuff that will come out probably in an impeachment hearing if he survives. But the report says that he is a uh, a, a senior gentleman with uh, lack of memory. Well, well-meaning. Well-intentioned. Well-meaning. Well, yeah, well-meaning well senior gentleman with memory problems. So, so this comes out, and this is what they're talking about. And this is what he was getting angry about. But they're, they're basically saying, we're not going to prosecute this guy, even though he committed crimes. He willfully and knowingly... Uh, mishandled and misstored these classified documents. But since he can't remember and he has good intentions and because he's aging, we're not going to press charges. This is like, like this is like James Comey and Hillary Clinton, right? Exactly right. No reasonable prosecutor would prosecute, even though 30,000 emails bleach bit, uh, have their staff bust and break up phones and remove the SIM cards. That's destruction of evidence. That is tampering, and yet nothing was done. So you're exactly right. But so we'll, take, again, uh, it, we'll take we'll um, take Chansley and put him in jail because yep. you know he went into the Capitol and paraded or whatever. I mean the 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 two different um, tracks of justice. Yes. Um, the different this is an attack scales. On your political it's, opponent. It's yeah. an un, it's unprecedented, and so, and hopefully this is this is helping. Um, all of America, not just people that listen to Doug and Marty, to to wake up and say, "Hey, come on, this isn't right." You know, yes. righteousness and justice is the foundation of of the throne of God, and and I, you know, I don't know. How do you feel about that, bro? It's just weird, right? Right. right. When when these crimes come up, by the way, you know, um, you can see the current person, the current president, the the POTUS, if you will, has diminished capacity. He forgets things. All this week, he forgot what who Hamas was. He couldn't stumble on that. He forgot who the president of France was. He named one that had been dead for many years. He's shaking hands with people that aren't there on stage. There's some serious mental issues here. And I know Nikki Haley is talking about both Trump and him, but it's no Biden is showing this and has been for a long time. There's a separation. Who he is now deals with, is he able to lead as president? And the answer is no. And we'll get to that in a second because he's not capable. That's why they're propping him up and trying to use this thing and not debate, not go out there and stay in the basement and so forth. Because he can't even get through a presser, as you said. The yeah. other the they've other taken side out, they've taken the stairs. Right. Uh, right. He doesn't go up the big stairs to Air Force One. Now they go out this little side thing that only has, mm -hmm. you know, maybe 20 steps versus the, you know, 
50 or 60 steps up to the big one. Right. Right. Because they're, you know, operation don't let Biden fall down in front of everybody again. Exactly right. Because it makes them all look bad and makes him shows how weak he is. But it looks that looks bad, too. Coming down the little stairs. That looks bad. That doesn't look presidential. It's like the 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 pony, right, versus the horse, whatever it may be. Where you have like Putin on a on a horse with a shirt off, right? This is that show of strength, whatever it is to his countryman. But I'm getting to here is the crimes that Biden committed when he was with it, when he willfully and intentionally. You can't, uh, you don't do that. The crimes are there. They should prosecute the crimes that were committed when he was saying and whatever. You don't get a pass because later on your health deteriorates. You don't get a pass because uh, you're now in a different frame of mind. It's what you were at that time. So just this different application of the law um, is purely politically motivated. So to your point, you had a question about the the uh, replacing Biden. I don't think he'll last. And I do think they're going to replace him because he's not mentally competent. But what they're doing, meaning the left, the Democrats, those in the political establishment, if you will, those some Republicans working with them as well, is they know this is going to happen and they can they fear Trump. Right. Like you said, momentum. That's why all of the lawsuits, all the indictments, they're doing everything they can to remove him from the ballot, to remove the American people of having a, a choice in who they want to run this country on both ends. The Democrat Party holding off for Biden to step down and appoint who they want is removing Democrats and independence rights to choose their candidate. They just said, no, we'll choose for you. We know better than you. Yeah. It's a, and it's not democratic. Removing, no, it's not democratic at all. And they're removing any other opposition vote by removing Trump from the ballot or, or finding a way to you know, indict him in prison and whatever. They're trying to damage his chances. So they're working on both ends to remove the choice from all American people. So our neighbors. Yeah. What they did with the, yeah. yeah. What they yeah. did with RFK Jr. Right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. This is the, the swamp, if you will, the complex, the political industrial complex, whatever it may be, the people that pull the strings are telling you and I that we don't have a right and we don't have a choice to choose who leads this country. Um, and so we're in a place where we have to pay attention. We have to get engaged and this kind of stuff. We have, to, we are waking up to, um, but to your point, brother, um, there are things they're planning that we need to stop and say, no, this is, we need free and fair election, which you've talked about for a long time and fought for. It's why you ran for office as well. Um, but beyond that, the pe- they don't get to choose for us. It's we're supposed to choose for ourselves through a fair election and only U.S. citizens. So that leads to all kinds of other conversations, brother. But you're right. This whole thing is not just about a man getting older. That's embarrassing and that doesn't weeks on that looks weak on the world stage. This has repercussions around. Do we have fair elections? You know, can we choose our own leaders? How do we look on the world stage when it comes to uh, two or three front war right now going on? Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, you know, comparing. uh, So I went ahead and watched the treasonous uh, Tucker Carlson interview with uh, President Putin. Um, He seems a lot sharper than Joe Biden. Didn't have any notes, uh, was snappy, was, uh, you know, um, kind of uh, confrontational uh, Uh with Tucker at times. Uh, They they joked a little bit. Uh, talked about the Nord Stream pipeline, talked about, you know, the his, the history of Ukraine and uh, Russia and some of the war crimes on the other side. Right. Um, right. But it's uh, 
absolutely uh, fascinating that um, that Tucker got in there. You know, one of the things about the interview that I found to be very, uh, really good was Tucker said, what about this journalist that you've got locked up? He's just a kid. Why don't you like as an act of goodwill, why don't you release him and let me take him back with me? I was like, wow, what really a good. great thing to do. Boy, if he could get that. And uh, of course, Putin, Putin resisted it. He, he, he claims that the man did receive a confidential information and that is the de definition of a spy. At any rate, I would recommend it. Now their uh, Tucker Carlson network uh, website is a subscription website, but they are allowing everyone to see that video for free. So I would encourage people to go watch it. Um, you know, this, this is a, so indicative of today's modern um, Democrat party. You right. don't listen to the other side. You never let the other side speak. There's a, um, there's a kid that, um, let's see if I can find it here. But anyway, he wore a t-shirt to his school that said there are two genders and the school <laughs> took him out and made him uh, take it off. Um, and he is, uh, so then he went back. His name is Liam Morrison. And uh, this is a school in Massachusetts. He, the, so he went and took the t-shirt off and he wore another t-shirt the next day that said there are censored genders. To, and the word censored across the two, they made him take that one off too. So they are suing the school. Freedom of speech does not stop at the school gate. The Supreme Court's right. ruled many times. Right. That school's in trouble. But, you know, he says kids or other kids are wearing he, she, they, all are okay t-shirts, but they're not making them take that off. Right. So if we're not allowed to talk about genders, then why are they allowed? You know, whatever. So he's just expressing his opinion. Um. This is the same thing with Tucker and Putin, right? We don't want Putin to talk. We don't want to hear that he might have some things to say. Putin has many grievances against NATO and the West where they have given him guarantees. NATO would not uh, go after Ukraine. This expansion, these certain missile defense systems, all these things. He has grievance after grievance that nobody's even talking about. Tucker's asked him, are you willing to negotiate a settlement? He's like, of course. Why am I talking to you? Right. Nobody wants to talk to me. They're not willing to talk to me. Because so, they think about this. What, made him what the is devil. The, yes. What is the controversy, by the way? I've seen a lot of posts. I did not see the interview. So what is the controversy about Tucker Carlson interviewing Putin? Because you're not allowed what? to talk to him. Yeah, I see. That's straight you're not, not allowed and, to and get Tucker the was story. It, yeah. Tucker is, was his usual self. You know, laughing, but adversarial, asking the tough questions. Why did you go in? What was the reasoning? What's the problem? And but then he let him talk. And um, it's fascinating. I would I would encourage you, Marty, to watch it. It's a couple hours or listen okay. to it. Just put it on on your phone. Listen to it. You don't need to see it. It's not, you know, it's just right. Tucker and Putin. It's like but you it's, and I it's, talking, right? It's yeah. an interesting listen. It's it's fascinating. And, you know, I think as Christians, it's our duty to be informed. How do we, you know, one of the prophecies that's that's been out is that Russia is going to have this great revival. Mm -hmm. And so are we praying for them? You know, are we praying for our enemies? And, you know, they're not our, you know, are they our enemies or are they Ukraine's enemies? You know, why, 
you know, this whole uh, border deal, right? The budget mm -hmm. for Ukraine was 60 billion more for Ukraine. And it's come out that the entire budget for the U.S. Marine Corps is 53 billion. So it's a higher exactly. budget <laughs> going to Ukraine yep. than we have for our own Marine Corps. I love the fact that um, that trying to pitch this idea that we're giving $60 billion more to Ukraine. Look, we have Ukrainian friends, uh, horrible there, the, the, the skirmish, whatever it may be. We've given billions upon billions, hundreds of billions of dollars to Ukraine already. Uh, and we don't have an idea of where the money's gone, right? So they go, well, we'll even put earmarkers on it so we can track the money. Why haven't we been doing that already? This seems like a money laundering scheme to me because when we have the mayor and the uh, pastors on, they were asking for money for local jurisdictions. When I asked the question, well, doesn't that money funnel down? And it was kind of like, no. So where is it going, brother? And the, so th that's the most important thing, yeah. really, for our Ukrainian friends and for the other side is peace. Yes. The most important yeah. thing is peace. If, you know, why do we, why do we keep feeding the war machine? Why mm -hmm. don't we start feeding the peace machine? He flat said, I'm willing to talk. I'm willing to negotiate a settlement right now. Mm -hmm. Now he says, your words aren't, haven't been kept that you've done in the past, but Hey, I'm still willing to sit down and right. talk about this. So right. why aren't we doing that? Why don't we put about, you know, 400 million, which is the the amount they're giving to lawyers for uh, people that come across the border illegally. Why don't we take that 400 million and put it toward, let's get a nice location and have peace talks. Exactly right. Why don't yep. we do something like that for Ukraine? Wouldn't that be better than feeding them weapons so that more Ukrainians can die, that more Russians can die, that more people can die, you know? So, um, you know, they're for war, but I'm for peace, brother. There we go. It's in the Bible. It is, it is in the Bible. Yeah, I, I get it. Now, now, it reminds me of, because now we have this escalation, has been for a few weeks now, between the um, red state governors supporting Governor Abbott at the southern border and the federal government. It's been a little quiet this last week um, because the they're solving part of the problem. Now, they're diverting. We saw the, over this last week the report that thousands, thousands of Chinese immigrants are coming across the California By border. By far, the greatest number of immigrants yes. coming over the border are Chinese. Yep. And so back to the, the comment about enemies. Yes, there are ideologies that are counter to the American way, right? Freedom, our rights come from God, whatever, a Christian nation as a whole. The Chinese communist government, it has a different ideology, you know, that against that is, is an opposition to it. They are our economic, our military, our political, geopolitical enemies as well. We're at war with them, even though we're coexisting, if you will. They sponsor, but they've proxy got wars. they've got their yeah. president in the White House, brother. Exactly, yeah, I know uh, that Manchurian candidate, right? It's one of those things. Mm -hmm. It's um, to your point, though. The Chinese spy balloon. We've got plenty of evidence that this president and his administration is compromised at the very least. At at the most, they're complicit. They're enemies within, and we need to deal with that. And obviously, elections is one of the ways, and is why they're trying to remove that opportunity for you and I and our neighbors to make a difference through the peaceful transition of power, through a process of elections. And so uh, we're dealing with tyrannical behavior, whether it be the state agencies, Mayorkas, and, and the southern border. So which brings me to this, this crisis is only lessened a little bit based on the actions of Governor Abbott and Governor DeSantis and Governor Nome and so forth of southern border. It's not fixed yet. We need to get it fixed. So they 
throw out this thing, this bipartisan, quote unquote, crappy bill. I say crappy on the radio, yes. Um, where it's tons of pork, like you said, 60 billion to Ukraine. There was money over to Israel, to the defenses there, a smaller amount to the border. And all of that was really for more um, border patrol to process, to rubber stamp uh, illegal immigrants to be in this nation. The numbers came out this last week in October till now. So we're talking what was that four months? A million immigrants have come across that we know of in just that short period of time, brother. That's typically what we do in a whole year at at, at most. And now we're doing a million in four months. Um, that's scary. And the fact that they found MS-13, the fentanyl stuff, like you said, the, the largest percentage is Middle Chinese. East terrorists. Yep, Middle East terrorists. Um, it is a time that this elected officials, this Biden administration um, came out this week with as well, writings and a plan for Mayorkas from when they got elected was revealed through a, a Freedom of Information Act um, access. And just the information they got was this whole thing, removing Trump's policies, making the open border, increasing crime was all orchestrated and planned by this administration. That should be treasonous, brother. That's making us all less safe. Also, it should motivate every single person out there to get to get registered, to get out there and get involved, to run for office, whatever it may be, but to pay attention to what's being done to this country. There's a there's a lot of, you know, that we can go into on this border crisis. You know, the you know, the real hot spot for the border crisis right now, brother, is so unexpected, but it's New York City, right? Mm -hmm. You've had these migrants beating up a cop getting out on the no bail policy the next day, flipping everybody off, then fleeing and getting busted down in Arizona, I believe, or something. Mm -hmm. And then you have this shooting uh, here. Uh, was that uh, yesterday or so the, the Times Square shooter, Hispanic guy, um, opening fire on tourists, hurting tourists and cops. And, you know, they've taken away the New York City cops uh, nightsticks. And, right. you know, and so a lot of this, I believe, it has to do with Abbott and uh, DeSantis shipping, you know, like, OK, you want them. Here you go. Right. And right. and um, these are like this total amount of people's like five or six people. Right. And they've caused that much chaos. And we've let mm -hmm. millions in millions. You know, what kind yeah. of chaos is there now um, in this idea of China? So American car manufacturers are pulling back from EV. They're not selling. They're not popular. They're not efficient. People can't charge them, especially when you had the, the cold snap, right? You had just, mm -hmm. you know, tons of Teslas that wouldn't run, that wouldn't go. Right. And, and of course, when everybody's running their heat, there's no uh, grid uh, capacity to charge them. You blow the grids out. And then now you not only does your car not run, you, you freeze in your home. But now this is opening the door because American manufacturers are pulling back, also European manufacturers as well, uh, from EVs and the China, the cheaper Chinese EVs. And a, a major U.S. economist is saying, keep them out. This is a threat. Why is it a threat? Because that's going to be sending telemetrics. You think spy balloons are a problem. How about a, a thousands of Chinese electric cars running around sending telemetrics back to China? And these new electric cars have off switches. So let's say we get into a conflict with China and they just like, well, let's turn off all our cars. Boom. Right. So there's a huge risks uh, to this. And, you know, thankfully, uh, people are talking about it, but uh, the border crisis and the conflict with China, huge. Also, 
you know, I think the EV car, now I have a, a client who's a, a, a large um, car dealer and he, he flat told me about uh, several months ago when we were filming some commercials over there, he said, you know, electric cars are not the future. The future is hydrogen cars. And it came out this week that BMW is stopping making electric cars in favor of hydrogen cars. So he was uh, prescient in that hydrogen cars, uh, easy to fuel. You can fuel them up just like you can a gas car and the output uh, the the uh, byproduct of a uh, of the combustion is water. Yep, uh, Toyota's going that way as well. They're put, spending billions into hydrogen uh, engines as well. So Chevy's leading the way on that, but um, there are other companies that are looking that way too. But you're right, it's better for the environment. It's better for the economy. It's better for uh, independence as well. So it's technology well, and, these lith- and, and these lithium ion batteries are very yes. bad. Very bad. They're much worse. Well, all of the things that, that they're pushing on the agenda and spending billions on is this way to funnel money to special interests, right? Whether it be wind power, solar power, electric car, all of the things around control. To your point, the cost and the uh, to the environment and the cost to the citizen and the nations through the roof. And the, the return on investment is not there. They just can't make it work. There's just not enough of them. So what you need is for an evolution of technology, which is what we're seeing with the hydrogen engine, right? We've got plenty of resources. We've got more oil and petroleum, if you will, to last us more than, you know, our grandkids, great grandkids lifetime in America. We've got tons, but there's a transition to, if we want to be cleaner, there's a way to do it that the market will support, which is what they do. Same thing with coal. When we see coal, and coal's gotten 80% more clean just through technology, not through mandates or forcing, through technology to where they have what they call clean coal burning, right? That's still 40% of America is powered by coal, brother. So if, you know, there's a transition to better uses of fuel that actually have a great return on investment and doesn't give up our freedoms. And so we've been sold a, be- a bag of goods for a political purpose. I think a lot of the stuff that people should be aware of, it's not for your best interest. This is to, to control you, what you can do. The idea that the Democrats have been pushing for the last, what, four years now, brother, about getting rid of gas stoves. That's just, once again, if they can turn something off with the switch, they have control over you for your heat, for your cooking. If you have a gas stove, hard to turn that off because you have gas sources everywhere. So it's it's we need to understand the bigger picture of these decisions at the local and national level because it's about power, it's about control, it's about our freedoms, don't you think? Yeah, absolutely. And you know, one of the biggest freedoms that we have, Marty, is the freedom of movement. You know, I'm reading in the book of Jeremiah and uh when Jer- Jerusalem was taken, uh they brought Jeremiah bound. And uh the guy, the head guy, uh, of the Babylonian um, contingent, they he gets the order from Nebuchadnezzar, hey, let that Jeremiah guy go. And so he unbinds him and he gives him liberty. He says, you can go where you want, go anywhere you want, do whatever you want to do. That's liberty. So move freedom of movement mm-hmm. is also liberty. You know, the, you know, when you have a car that's been mandated that you can't move or you can't you know, you have to live in a pack and stack, you know, five story uh, close to light rail. And that's, you know, and you're not allowed to have a car. See, this is tyranny, right? The free market, the freedom that we have is intimately wrapped around our mobility and our freedom of mobility. And so the attack on the car, the attack on our, our personal mobility 
is an attack on our freedom. So yeah, I'm I'm completely agreeing with you. So um, what do we do? Well, we just keep getting the truth out and let let the market, like you said, Toyota, BMW, Chevy, mm-hmm. they're all working on ways to, uh, in an in a great way, in an efficient way, replace petroleum. But yeah, you know, like you said, we have enough we have enough oil based you know, supplies, oil and gas and stuff to last for, you know, a couple more generations. That's plenty of time to transition to other cleaner, whatever technology, although petroleum is clean. It's, it's not bad. It's clean. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, it, it's the time that they go, when we're told by the left, the, the extremists there, if you will, that we have 12 years to live, we have 10 years to live, whatever it may be, that's all to push an agenda that doesn't have to be done. Making the right decision takes time. And oftentimes we've seen big changes in industry all across through technology changes. So something, someone explores something, uh, invents something, and it changes everything. The computer, the microchip, you name it. We're seeing that. So when things happen, change happens quickly, but you have to have the change first, the the market demand for it. And there's not a market demand for these EVs there's, because they can't sell them. But there would be a market demand for something that's more efficient, that uh, gives you the freedom, that that maybe lasts longer, and so forth. So there's this this idea that the the market capitalism thing it works. It works to grow America. It works to grow the nation. It lifts everybody out of poverty. We need to depend on those principles that got us where we are, versus trying to throw it all out and go back to the Stone Ages with the uh, bad technology. Don't you think? Yeah, and the Stone Ages are not good. Uh, nope. You burn the forest down. You, you know, it's a lot of lot of problems. No toilet paper. I mean, I'm right. Yeah, that's saying. a problem. Yeah. Um. So, um, moving over to a happier subject, of course. Sure. Entertainment at Super Bowl uh, this year is going to be great with uh, Taylor Swift and Usher. Uh, of course, Taylor Swift will be in the stands. Usher will be on the stage. But I'm sure the cameras will be on Taylor a lot. What do you think, brother? I thought I thought Reba McIntyre was going to sing the national anthem, wasn't she? And then the entertainment's Usher, of course, but at least Reba's going to be good. Yeah, the attention will be on Taylor. Um, I th- I think it's interesting that this. So is it again, the Chiefs or the 49ers? Come on, brother. What do you what's what are you saying? You know, the 49ers obviously rival to our Seahawks for many years. Yes. yes. You know the team. I, the team I'll, Seattle loves to hate, but look, look, look I don't have a Chiefs dog better. in the fight on this one right here. It feels very scripted to me for those that are out there that think that the NFL is scripted. There's a lot of that. If you look at it, you're like, oh, it could be for sure. The the story for the media and for the citizens of the Kansas City Chiefs and this this dating with Taylor and Casey and uh, Kelsey, uh, it's been really good for the NFL. It's been really good financially for them. They've made millions of dollars, and I've got. There are, it may not last. I made this comment on Facebook too. It may not last for a long time, but you've got millions of new people tuning into a, something they never tuned in before, especially because the NFL is really hurt. A lot of people won't watch it because they've got too woke, right? So they lost, they've lost millions of, of fans that, that have been lifelong, lifelong supporters of it. So they've regained a new population for a short time. So I think from a, from a marketing standpoint, Smart, whether it was happenstance or intentional, I think it's worked out well for the NFL. It would be even better from a story slam, uh, timeline for Kansas City to win and for this whole thing to have a big red bow on it. From a purely football perspective, the 49ers are a better team. The 49ers should win. 
You know, and just from my looking at the teams, looking at the record, looking at the, what they put up as far as offense and defense, the 49ers are a better team. Now, I'm not saying they're going to win, but I said from a storyline perspective, there's going to be a whole lot of people rooting for Kansas City because of all the extracurricular stuff, including Patrick Mahomes and the fact that they've been there before, all that stuff. So I'm curious where the betting money is going, but brother, but um, so I can't give you a prediction on who's going to win. Well, he's uh, had a couple of wins here recently, right? Yeah. Yeah. They've been good and wins. So um, yeah. they're, you know. It's it's interesting. I'm I'm with you. I I really don't care about football, but I mean I like you. I know you like football, but you're more college yes. ball, right? The college yes. is more your game. Um, yep. you know, right now we're uh, abstaining from certain foods for spiritual reasons, and so that's going to make Super Bowl kind of stink because mm. those are the kind of foods. <laughs> well, don't you watch the Super Bowl every year for the commercial? Because that's what you do. I you, do. you make commercials. I yeah. I love. Uh, the, the commercials are better. Um, even the commercials are getting woke, but I, 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 people are moving away from that. I mean, Disney's lost billions in market cap. Uh, did you see that Gina Serrano is uh, gotten uh, Elon Musk's uh, legal fund got behind Gina Serrano and she's yes. suing Disney yes. for her firing uh, because her co-star uh, um, Pascal uh, Pascal uh, he also posted about Nazis and things like that, but he didn't get fired. Right. And he right. actually compared mega people to Nazis. So right. he said uh, his post was, you know, 1865, they lost the Confederates. 1945, they lost the Nazis. Uh, 2020, they lost the mega people. Right. That was his post. Yeah. Uh, her post yeah. was, hey, remember the the Jews uh, were attacked and beaten by not by the SS, but by the local people. Because right. they had built a, a culture of hating them as a group around. And so, and aren't they trying that now with, you know, the ultra mega and the mega crowd and stuff, you know, but, but you run into a real issue when you demonize half the country. Exactly. So yep. Um, yep. that's, that's, that's huge. Um, Good. What's your Good thought? You. What do you think? You th I think, I think they'll settle. I don't think that Gina Serrano will go to court. I don't think they want discovery. I don't think they want those emails out in public, you know, when they do. I agree. Discovery. I think she's going to get a big settlement. But to your point, uh, if you were her, would you fight for it, want those discovery, or would you just take the settlement and go? Uh, depends on the settlement. Right, right. You know, but if it fix her reputation, right? I mean, she's right. had a hard time getting hired and getting jobs and stuff. They've damaged her. You know, they called her, you know, anti-Semitic and stuff like that. And that she was actually in defense of the Jews. Yes. So this is, yes, he was. you know, it's media spin. Um, yeah. You know, God bless her for standing up. It's like this, it's like this kid, you know, Liam, you know, let's fight. They're suing the school. Um, right. let's stand up and fight. Um, and I'm, I'm excited about that. Um, you know, speaking of standing up and fighting, uh, we were speaking earlier about Hawaii, the Hawaii mm -hmm. Supreme court, recently ruled that the second amendment doesn't apply to Hawaii, regardless of what the Supreme court of the United States recently said, there's a spirit of Aloha. They quoted a TV show in their ruling brother <laughs> um, called the wire, I believe. Okay. Uh, um, this is a, this is, this is where we're at. Yeah. We have activist judges. Obviously, that can be challenged. But the point is, while it's being challenged, it's in effect. It's just they're stripping away the God-given rights that were given to us, all right, by God, uh, protected by the U.S. Constitution and state constitutions at that point in time. And then these activist judges are 
removing uh, presidents, uh, candidates from the ballot. They're making a decision like this, removing your Second Amendment right. They cannot do this. Yet they're doing it because we've allowed it and we need to put a stop to it. So, well, that was a yeah. prosecutor mm-hmm. or an SOS yeah. or whatever. Uh, and then but the Supreme Court uh, of the United States did hear arguments. But, you know, I listened to uh, as many of the the um cross exams by the Supreme court justices and even Kagan and those on the left were like, no, this, they mm-hmm. weren't favorable to it. Cause then they know, okay, pretty soon we just, well, all the States will just pull people off the ballot. They don't like whoever's right. in charge. Right. And you know, and guess what? There's, there's more red States than there are blue States, brother. Yes, sir. They see That's the right. writing, they see the writing <laughs> on the wall, you know? So then, okay. So we pull Biden off in all the red States and then the electoral right. college goes to, Trump anyway, right? So then it becomes just about who who's putting who on the ballot. The states, right? The states, they're not they're not going to win. They will lose. Yes. It's, it's all been prepped. Uh, of course, the courts adjourn until next week, but um, I don't know how soon the the uh, ruling will come out. But hopefully, quickly. I have a political question for you and our for our audience as well. Um, so they're you know they've been teasing the republicans the house republicans have been teasing impeachment of biden since he got elected you know because all the stuff is coming out they've been uh talking about impeachment of mayorkas and then uh, recently you had um republicans um quash the effort right they may bring it back up again these articles as well this guy with the papers coming out about this intentionality about having this porous border of keeping it open and even and a little side note this bill that the democrats pushed and signed by Republicans uh, actually said the the border never closes. You know, it's it's like that's crazy. But so this idea that we can't even move to it is. It, do you think this is a political thing? Like we're not going to do it now because it may hurt our political chances, or we're not doing it now because we don't want to do it. I mean, they're not being held accountable. What do you think, brother? Well, it's interesting about Mayorkas uh, that impeachment, um, and I think this is something that uh, is going to be more prevalent in that you know the the congress can impeach all these federal mm. officials yes. and so this is a real i think this is like you know unprecedented right and that this mm-hmm. that stuff is happening but you know as far as the joe biden impeachment i mean just that special counsel's report alone it says he willingly kept mm-hmm. classified and intentionally and then yeah. they and they you know on cnn they're doing the comparison right oh well trump versus biden you know they want to make it all about trump all the time that's 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 Correct. their go-to position they they feel they're stronger there with their viewers however let me remind everyone donald trump was united states president joe biden was united states vice president right mm-hmm. so the president has a lot more right to keep those documents and he can classify or unclassify them uh, while in office at will. And Joe Biden as vice president had, had no such authority, no such rights. And so, again, you know, you mentioned it earlier. They're they're giving him a pass because he's an elderly uh, gentleman, you know, well-meaning elderly. You know, he doesn't mean to do bad things. He just does bad things. B.S. This guy's been doing bad things. Uh, since he was first elected back in the, you know, 1860s or whatever, however long ago it was. <laughs> but, um, you know, I just, I think he deserves everything that's coming to him. You know, I'm not, uh-huh. I'm not a mean person, but you know, come uh-huh. on, this is not just, you know, what are they doing to Trump? Give me a break. You know, you want to compare? They're indicting the top, uh, contender. 
uh, yes. on the Republican side for all kinds of stuff, frivolously, uh, aggressively, politically. So, um, yeah, I'm with you, man. Let's impeach, 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 impeach. Let's do it. Let's Go do for it. it. The thing you know, is, and, is, and he'll resign, and yeah. he'll, you know, but right before he resign, he'll he'll uh, pardon Hunter. Yep. And uh, and then we can just move on. But you know that's that again. That's it's becoming obvious. Um, even the even the left wing, even the mainstream, lamestream, fake news, whatever you want to call it, are very unhappy with the press conference. They're 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 not. You know, they're going, okay, this is a disaster. Okay, so they're setting the guy up for a fall. Yes. Once the once yes. they stop supporting you, it's over. Yep. And um, but this is a, you know, this has to be fixed. And um, you know, one of the reasons that I'm abstaining from certain foods and things like that is, you know, for America and for right. righteousness and justice. And God is just, and there's no place where his presence isn't and he knows exactly what's going on in all the backroom uh deals all the under the shady stuff and and you know i love uh uh i saw a video from our our good friend jesse young uh about mm. backroom deals going on in olympia right now and he said you know those never end well because if they were good for us they wouldn't be backroom deals they do it out in public where there's you know where we can all see it and Indeed. i thought great that's that's you know that applies state government uh in uh federal government so they're trying you know right transition. now they're trying yeah, yeah they're trying to uh triple our property tax uh yes. rates they're trying so to we have, yeah do yeah. a lot of bad stuff again so again paying attention they they hope people don't pay attention but people are paying attention and yep. i think that all of this exposition that the lord is allowing is is good for us yes we know that in the dark of night, they passed the sex education into every subject. We know in the dark of night, they passed these increased taxes, the police reform, the, uh, you know, on the Senate bill 5599. Again and again, they have an MO with a majority rule. They could do it in the, day, in the light of day. They don't want people to see. They don't want people to oppose and they'll force it down your throat, whether it be the COVID mandates or whatever. But I have not heard from our friend Jesse Young. But I did see some news this week that was interesting to me because we know that Jesse was uh, served as the House member there in the 26th for three or four terms. Ran for Senate, didn't prevail this last time. But the person that took his place, Spencer Hutchins, who was there for one term, has chosen not to run again. I thought that was very interesting. I know Spencer. He's uh, got a JD, you know, the attorney degree. He didn't practice as attorney. He's a realtor like me. He owns a real estate brokerage. But uh, his things was it was was not actually feasible to be a state house representative, and it was harmful to his family um, because it's actually a full time job, even though they call it a part time job. I thought that was very enlightening, very surprising. But then you take that in the bigger picture, brother. We got the news this week as well that Kathy Morris Rogers is is choosing not to run for reelection. She's the most prominent Republican congressperson in the state, longest run, one of the highest ranking ones in the House of Representatives as well. And I'm like, oh, interesting. And then we got uh, the news, obviously, earlier, several months ago, that Derek Kilmer in the sixth wasn't running for reelection, which opens up that thing. Very interesting. I can see why Derek's not running again. He may be running for something higher, or he just made me see the writing on the wall where Trump's going to be president and you know, that he won't have any power in the House. Who knows, right? But Kathy Morris Rogers, let's, let's say that Trump is um, victorious, that we gain the majority 
the clear majority in the Senate and the House. This is all conjecture, but let's say we do. She'd be in a great position, brother, a great position to have a lot of authority to make change. Why do you think Kathy Morris Rogers is stepping down? She's been there a long time, man. I, I know that job wears you out. I I don't fault her for that at all. Mm-hmm. Uh, she's she's been uh, she's been strong. I've, yes, I've appreciated her. I've appreciated her her steadfastness on a lot of great conservative issues and things like that. And you know, maybe it's time you know time for somebody new. Uh, why don't you give Matt Shea a call and uh, ask him if he's yes. uh, that would really make the left crazy. Um, <laughs> And you know, that, and he's popular be awesome. over there. He, you know, yes. I, yeah. I would love to see Matt Shea get elected to Congress. I think that would be a, a, you know, a huge win. Of course, they'll they'll call him a three percenter, and they'll call him a, you know, conspiracy yep. or whatever. Yep. And like whatever, let him, you know, yeah, let him exactly. You know, the, we got to get thicker skin, and and we got to know what the fight in the battlefield holds, and and we understand that this is different for them. That it's twenty four seven. It's every day. They'll do everything they can to rig to uh, fix the system in their favor. We got to be smarter. We got to be tougher. And I think part of it is the party. I think Jim Walsh is probably doing a great job, um, but there's a lot of opportunities for change to happen, and uh, these things op- open up opportunities for people to run other people to transition in different offices. So there's a lot of moving parts this year, brother. And I I know that you and I talked about a month ago that we saw that Kim Wyman was coming back, but I haven't heard anything since. So I'm curious about that. Yeah, I think that was, uh, I think that was a misspeaking thing. Uh, It apparently her, her uh, account had money in it from when she was still secretary of state. So somebody saw that. So, Hopefully that's that's not a problem. We do have Jamie Herrera Butler coming back. She's running for commissioner of public lands. Not okay. super tickled about that. Um, uh, I guess the jury's still out on that one. Uh, you know, yep. she she uh, voted to impeach uh, Donald Trump, so that you know uh, obviously is a is a problem for me. Uh, right. We've right. got Chad Mangandance uh, running for OSPI. I'm not sure who's awesome. in the yeah. the LG race. Uh, uh, Dave Reichert clearly uh, leading the fray right now in the, um, the governor's, governor's race. race. Semi Bird uh, still um, in there, hanging in there, and uh, Semi has and a lot our, of support. Our, you know, he's he's a, he's a good guy. We like Semi. We like Dave. Um, you know, let the voters Peter, decide. Pete Serrano was running for Pete Serrano. Yes, we had an interview with him uh, on our last week's uh, program, uh, running for uh, attorney general, and a attorney solid, general. strong yes. guy. So really the LG race, um, if someone wanted to move back from Texas and maybe take that, that would probably be a really good time. Um, uh, yeah, other maybe, other right? than that, um, you know, I don't know anybody and I'm certainly not going to do it. Um, but yeah, there's a lot going on. You know, our county conventions are going on now. There's uh, our LD, actually our LD conventions are going on uh, this month. And then next month are the county conventions. So all, you know, all the major counties, nice from yep. uh, Soton to Pierce to King are all going to have their GOP conventions. That's where you go to get elected uh, to be a delegate to the state convention and then go, go to the state convention. You can go to the national uh, convention, in Milwaukee this summer. Uh, but you know, it's good to go to these conventions. And so I would encourage our listeners to get to the County conventions. You know, if you're interested in being a delegate, get your name in the hat, you can still be uh, nominated and you can still get it. We want, uh, we want all of our positions filled. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, those are great. I'm super excited. Uh, we will be obviously in Spokane at the the, mm-hmm. the Washington State Republican Party convention uh, coming up in April. Uh, my team and I will be there. Uh, we'll be delegates. Um, and I, you know, I there's a lot going on, and this is not the time to sit back and no. relax. This is a time to to get engaged, to consider running for government yourself to consider um, uh, how you can make a difference to save uh, the nation. You know, there's just, just a lot going on. Stay engaged. You know, I, I think that if people want to know what's going on in Olympia, uh, Tim Iman is, is really good. He's got a mailing list you can sign up for uh, that helps. Also, Citizens Alliance for Property Rights. CAPER is yep. another great uh, resource. Uh, you can go on it with just a few clicks and you can you can let your opinion be heard. You can you can tell them. And the thing that really affects elected officials is when they know people are looking when they're right. looking. That's, you know, and so, you know, is does it matter if I send an email? Yes. Does it matter if I go online and 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 do a, an online, you know, typed out testimonial? Yes, because they know we're watching them and that scares them. They don't, they like it when we don't pay attention. Right. Right. So when Jesse talked about a backroom deal, when we find out about these things, call Olympia, call your representative, call your Senator, call the governor's office. And they count the number of calls they get. They count the number of emails. They may not be intentionally about reading every single one, but the volume matters. They've equated in the past. It may be different now, brother, but for every letter, they assume, they calculate that 200 people feel the same way. So the more letters, the more people they go, oh, this is a big issue. I need to pay attention to this or be aware of this. It changes behavior because they want to be reelected. They want to stay in office. That's the idea. So yes, every input that you provide, positive, good, bad, whatever, uh, send the positive stuff as well. But when you see something, obviously speak up. Uh, you being thinking about it doesn't do any good. You got to do something about it. And and these actually make a difference. The more you call, the more you email, the more you send a letter, uh, it shows that you actually took the time to do so. It's very powerful. Yeah. And it's yep. it's even more powerful if you don't use the form ones, like, you know, yes. running for office yeah. and stuff. I've gotten the postcard that, you know, 30 postcards are identical with a different signature on each one. But they didn't take the time to tell me what they think. They just did it because the union told them to or whatever. Not right, the same right. uh, as actually logging in, doing the testimony, putting your opinion, sending an email that's in your own voice, right? Your own Correct. words. So super, super important. We're getting close to the end here. I wanted yes, to uh, talk about Donald and Nikki. Nikki Haley was defeated in Nevada primary, which had no uh, effect on the nomination. Because uh, they decided to go to the caucuses, so I, I don't know. They did both, kind of like Washington. We have a primary and caucuses. Uh, right, in there, Washington, we put it all on the primary. In yeah. in Nevada, they put it all in the caucuses. But she lost to uh, none of the above. None of the above by a lot. I heard her talking about this on, on Panity too. The, well, I got forty five percent. Well, you didn't have no opponents. You got beat by none of the above. Trump wasn't even on the ballot. <laughs> so, so I don't know how you claim that as a win. But I, I, um, you know, well, well you're I just saying that because she's yeah. a woman. You're just saying that because she's a woman of color. Um, I think it's interesting. That's the only, for her. that's what she's been saying, brother. I yes. mean, listen yeah, to I what's know, coming I out know. of her mouth. She's like a Democrat. Well, she's going, she's going after the age. We see obviously with Biden, he's got problems. It's not just his age. It's fact, he's got mental health. He's, he's, he's 
failing, right? Then you have Donald Trump, who's near his age, but he's sharp, sharp at the tack and healthy. So you look at the two, you're like, it's not the same. Energetic. It's not about yeah, energetic, exactly. You go a up fighter. the stairs, no problem. But she's going in and said that nobody, all people uh, over 80 are not fit for office. That's not right. Now, a lot of people out there that are voters and, and people that are over 65 are predominantly really good voters. Hey, if Mick Jagger can go on tour at 81, I think. Yeah, exactly right. right. What Come I'm on, saying is they should be pretty upset, hey, but she's really, you, she's threading a thin line there, brother. Yes. Yeah. Well, you know, I'm a never Nikki, but uh, let's talk about the VP race. <laughs> brother. Did you I see, love it. Did you see Christy yes. Gnomes in the running for VP? Yes. Didn't we, yes. didn't we talk about that just a couple of weeks we ago? We did. That we liked Christy love, Gnome. Yes. She'd be I remember fantastic. texting you going, dude, did you see this? <laughs> Christy Gnome would be an excellent, excellent choice for VP. So Donald, I know you listen to the show. Doug and Marty like Christy. So yes, Tim Scott's do. also yeah. in there. Tim's been a very uh, strong yep. African-American senator from South Carolina, Nicky State, yep. by the way. Yep. Uh, and he's been in there. And also uh, Sonny Houston. Houston is in the running um, for biggest hypocrite uh, no in the universe. She's the, the host on The View. Turns out her family owned slaves. Uh, was involved in the slave trade. She said that was problematic, but she still believes in reparations. I believe that if she believes in reparations, since her family owns slaves, she ought to be the one to pay for the reparations. Don't you agree, brother? Lead the way, I'm thinking. Yeah, set Come up my on. example. Come on. Come on. <laughs> well, we're out of time. Darn it. There's so much yeah. to cover and so little time, but we love you. Go to DougAndMarty.com to uh, listen to past episodes, to contact us. And to get in touch, uh, we we really appreciate you. Thanks for listening. This is Doug Bassler. And Marty McClendon, Doug and Marty versus the world. Take care. God bless. <laughs>